Hello, welcome to True Hoop with me, Gerard Hector, and Coach David Thorpe. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm just sending this text. Um, Gerard, I'm good. I wanted to. I wanted to. I had a, a really warm experience yesterday. Not weather-wise. It's a little chilly here. I just had a sweet thing yesterday. Um, my mother-in-law lives in a, a independent living facility six minutes from us. It's between her, my wife's mom, and my mom, who's also six minutes away. We see them every weekend, one or the other. And um, so she was over. She's 85, ovarian cancer survivor, recent knee replacement oh surgery recover. She walked in the house. I was, of course, watching NBA game. This was the afternoon. My game was just about ending when she came over, and my wife went to pick her up. And apparently she walked in and she uses a cane. She uses a walker also at her house, but she has a cane. And she kind of, she did a little Willy Wonka. She didn't do a somersault. I didn't see any of this, but my, when my, my wife first said she did a Willy Wonka, I said, your mom did a somersault? We have a concrete floor. I didn't think she would do a somersault. She said, no, but she kind of did a dance when she put her cane down. She's feeling so much better uh, uh, pain-wise. That she and she looked just beautiful. She's 85 years, almost 86 in March. She's 86. And so anyway, during dinner, I showed her a picture that I found the other day. The very first photo of Chrissy mm. and I, uh, October, this is probably first week of November, 1987. So she was 19, I was 22. We had just started dating a week or so prior, two weeks prior. And it's a blurry picture because lots of pictures back then were blurry. Man, we had bad <laughs> cameras. And um, and just the look on her face of just she first of all, she said, "You look just like your son. Your son just right, looks right. like you," which I don't know how true that is, but um, she just got this great feeling of like, <laughs> you know, I did it. Like I, I, I remember those children. Mm-hmm. She, I, she was like a mom to me when I was in my early twenties, and I'm fifty nine in two weeks now. And she, I just, I got the sense of you know, she's not feeling a lot of pain. Her kids are grown. Her grandkids are mm-hmm. doing great. It really, it really charged me up a little bit. Like, I love my life. I love what I'm doing. I love watching these guys play and work and all that. And it was just a happy, happy, happy moment. Circle of life. It is, you know, oftentimes when yeah. when the older generations see the generations after them, play family and where they are and what they've accomplished. You know, over the holidays, right. um, is with my partner's parents. And, you know, we're just talking about how that generation and they're in their 70s, like they've seen a lot, right? Like they've, they've been through and seen, <laughs> just think about, Oh, Think yeah. about how communication has changed so much from the time they were born to now, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. just these things like that, these markers, and it's really amazing. <laughs> Listen, my mother-in-law was, uh, when my father-in-law, who passed years ago, was he was in the Air Force, um, when when she was, they were both raised in Owasso, Michigan, very, very rural community in Michigan. And um, when when he was on an Air Force base, I want to say it was Phoenix, maybe it was Tucson. Um my mom, my mother-in-law's first baby was mm. stillborn. This was you know, 19, probably 61. And they wouldn't even let her hold her baby. Yeah. In fact, uh, her dad, her husband wasn't yep. allowed in the yep. room. She did, She never was able to see uh, the baby. And so um, maybe 10 years ago, my wife uh, had, the, had the remains of that infant oh, exhumed wow. and, and cremated in, in, a, in mm-hmm. an urn. I'll cry telling you the story, but my mother-in-law stayed up all night rocking her that urn to sleep. No, that's you know, and she was seven yeah. years old. Uh, it was a crazy world back then, and and um, not a very loving <laughs> one, to be honest with you. And lots of parts, that generation is pretty incredible. Um, and yeah, so uh, it's it, yeah, the world is so different; it's unbelievable. And they managed my, my she has an iPhone. And, well, that that's the part that always know, amazes me: their crazy. ability to, to use. Yeah. I, I'm like iPhones, you used to write letters to talk to people. And then you had a dial-up phone if you had a phone. Like, I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. We found some of those letters when we when she moved out of her house a uh, year and a half, two years ago. My my wife and her sisters went through the house, yeah, and found these letters. And incredible. Yeah, it's so different. My mother-in-law, my mom has gone to like the iPhone. I'm sure the Apple Store pants her. Probably a picture of my mom with a big red don't letter this, don't let this woman line in. across it. Because she's gone to those classes, and yeah, my mom has Alexa in two different rooms, and yeah, really, I mean, technology is advanced so dramatically, and and but I'm not complaining about it because I use it all the time for my basketball stuff. I can't imagine what it'd be like. Well, I can't. Right, it was a lot different when you did it before Synergy and before cell phones, and I couldn't tell what anyone looked like because I didn't have League Pass HD. So light skinned dudes were light skinned dudes. (laughs) What? 
kids and white kids and black guys. And if you wore a headband of the same skin color, I was fucked. Ed Christie and Kevin Martin were exactly the same on non-HD television. It was very hard. Very hard. Uh, and now it's incredible what we have and and the, the way we can use yeah. Synergy. And I can just, in seven seconds, I can download a clip, share it, take notes. It's just made it so much better. And we'll get into basketball in a second. But it really, it shows you how hard it is to guard these players now. Now, it doesn't help that the referees <laughs> call the way they're calling things. Because these players know so much about their opponent like right. never before. It's just so easy. I my guys all the time, they'll just be watching yeah. clips, whether it's YouTube or Synergy or their own uh, uh, you mm-hmm. know, team-owned mm-hmm. stuff. They can really get prepared. And so th- when you think about – I just read an article on Kobe Bryant that we mm-hmm. wrote. Henry and I both wrote separately when he died. And that wor- the work ethic that he had that I think has really inspired a lot of players even today, very much so today. And uh, and the w- but they can work so much yeah. more efficiently now. Yeah. You, yeah. you 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 can life, study life has changed. Life has you changed can study a lot. exactly what you need to study. I mean, I w- we won't talk about the specific players that you did this with, but you shared with us on our morning editorial call about the clips you sent a specific player you work with on how to defend a particular player and what to what yeah. to do because he's going to do this move every time. Sit on it and make him go the other way, right? And just the ability to do that, right? Yeah. You could do that in the past, but it would take you probably a hell of a lot longer. To get the clips, it, right? I was able to share seven. I was able to share seven clips of this player's uh, go-to move, go-to counter, I should say. And uh, it's not a great counter, and it just it really helped you know, the defender in the game uh, just know exactly what was coming. You're exactly right. It used to be. I mean, I've done this for 21 seasons now. It used to be much harder than it is now, and that's at every level. College is so much better. I've been into. I was at a college practice this year at FAU where they have this, I don't know, 80-foot screen, some huge screen behind the nice. basket that they can – so they're, they're all just standing on the court looking at this gigantic jumbotron of, of their next opponent's offensive set, and then they go through their practice and they go back on the screen and look at it. And I spoke to another college coach. like, yeah, we have the same thing in <laughs> nice. our practice court. Like, what uh, an advantage that is, too. Huge. It's crazy. No, it's, listen, with technology, and the world is better in so many places. Um, and, you know, and in so many ways, yeah. it's just That's as bad like, as it used to be yeah. or worse. <laughs> but, you know, such is life. Um, all right, David, we're, we're past the halfway point. The trade deadline is coming up soon. Um, Very we soon. thought that we would look at drafting contenders in each conference. And, you know, this is not something that we do often here on this show. We thought it would be fun. We talked about it on our editorial call this one. Actually, they never. Were, right. We never do it. it. It happens a lot on other shows. We never do it. We figured, why not? Oh, yeah, is that right? A lot of shows do that because it's just fun. And people love drafts. This idea of like, all right, who are you going to pick? For? And strategy, right? Whoever someone picks first, that means they're off the board. And now it's like, shit, who am I going to go to next to make sure they don't get it? Or do I really think they're going to be very good? So it's a whole little kind of cat and mouse game. And it's fun. So David and I are going to do that with the East and the West. Uh, we will... Um, Pick four contenders each. Um, David will go first in the East, and then we'll go Snake. So he'll have the first pick. I will pick second and third, and he will go third and fourth. I will go fifth and sixth, nope. and then he'll go seventh. Yeah. So first, second, third. Right. You, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going first. You're going mm-hmm. second, third. I'm fifth. going fourth, yep. fifth. Six, seven, you go six, seven. Eight. I yep. go eight. Okay. Correct. We we both know who's going number one well, in the East. I'm not so sure we that is that way in the no, West. No, we probably aren't the same in the West. I think I know who you're going to pick, who you would have picked first in the West if you went first. But we'll get to the West later. Let's start with the East. You right. are picking first. Who do you got? We're both. We would both would Correct. pick Boston. And you're going to. I'm going to guess well, yours. That's really the best part. I'm going to guess. Well, yours. first, let's talk about Boston and why. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. win and yeah. all that. So, for first of all, I want to see. I don't honestly know Porzingis' status. He, he said um, the ankle. I, he's not out. No, for he the said season. the ankle's feeling fine, yeah. so he should be back soon. He's like he's not worried yeah. about it. Right. I think I think it helps that they got their ass kicked by the Clippers. Um, they they know this is a team that knows what it takes to make the, the Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals, and they know how to win games in the NBA Finals. They won two. Um, they. Uh, they're deep. They're really, they play beautiful basketball on both ends. I've talked to multiple NBA players who have a lot of respect for playing the Celtics. It's I've, I've talked to players who have beat the Celtics. I've also talked to players and they've lost to them. Um, but there is a, there is a sameness to what they say about the consistency of which the Celtics shoot the ball, 
The kinds of shots they get get aren't always so great in the regular season. It's working great for them, but but they're good shots in the postseason because it's what you end up getting a lot because defenses are more prepared. Um, their defensive uh, versatility is super impressive. I think Joe's got a better handle, Coach Mazzola, a better handle of things, as you would expect a guy in his second year. And he came in last year in such a weird situation, as you remember. It's much more mm-hmm. comfortable now, I think. Uh, I think Brad Stevens can offer some advice. Uh, Tatum, Brown, I mean, Holiday and White to me are this. Actually, it's the other three that I'm more intrigued with. It's not Tatum right. and Brown. They've right. done enough. It's the white holiday Porzingis. I really like Porzingis' ability to make plays in the paint mm-hmm. for them. I thought it was a perfect fit. And, um, yeah, I just uh, – their bench kind of knows their role. I'm a little more – I'm a little worried about them. But after – and after round one when it, games are coming fast mm-hmm. and furious, I have a concern. Yeah. I, I, I make them favorites. They're not prohibitive favor, favorites for me because I'm worried about their bench. And they still can do a yeah. deal. So yeah, I think you oh, would say the same without question, the and their, their profile suggests that right. They're the, like the only team that's top three in both offense and defense. Um, so uh, they have all the tools you need. Look, we always say this: to win a title, you have to be very good, of course, and you need luck, right? Things have to break your way, and not break your way, pun intended, right? No injuries, nothing, nothing untoward happening to you is helpful. Before you pick mm-hmm. yours, I want to ask you yep. a question, and I'll say this too. I love when I tell you about defensive versatility. I love that they have four guys that can really guard on the perimeter, depending on who you have mm-hmm. cooking. Okay, but now to my question, because this is only appropriate for this team. If we were doing a draft, and we could pick a team from either side, are they going number one for both? I would say yes. They are based on what they've accomplished so far this season and what their profile suggests they right. could be. And to your point about are they overwhelming, prohibitive? Absolutely not. Because I can see a completely healthy Los Angeles Clippers team, which we'll get to when we get to the West, being a real problem for them. And the defending yeah, champs are <laughs> defending champs for a reason are also going to be a problem. But that's a different conversation. But yes, they I would still pick them one, but it ain't like a landslide. Oh, it's easy. I'm like, uh, I don't no. know. Yeah. All right, who do you think I'm picking with my two and three picks? I think you're picking mm-hmm. Philly mm-hmm. second. And I don't think <laughs> you're picking the Bucks. third. I am certainly not picking the Bucks third. <laughs> Let's go. Philly so for sure. I think yeah. you're going to go. I think you're going to. I want to hear about both, but I think uh, like you might sneak in, be sneakily taking the home team there. <laughs> See, this is how David David knows me so well because we've done a million of these podcasts. He's like, I know exactly where he's going. He's not a fan of the Bucks, and he's going to pick Philly and the Knicks, and that's exactly where I am. So let's start with Philly first. I mean, if the yeah. season ended today, Joel beats the MVP, right? I mean, that's pretty clear cut. You almost maybe maybe right. unanimous. Just, probably. He's a right? monster, unanimous, an absolute monster. Tyrese Maxey's ascendant, not even ascending, ascendant, and probably still going up. Um, I love Maxey as a third. Um, not not Max, excuse me. Um, Harris it's as a third, and like other teams, we're going to mention they have pieces and they can make a move if they need to to shore up themselves. I like Batum and one of the Morrises and DeAnthony Melton's got to come back from an injury, and so they have pieces, but. That'll Maybe nice. they want to tweak and we look, Daryl knows if we got a 5% chance and they probably have more than a 5% chance. I haven't checked Vegas yet, but I'm sure it's more than five. So he's going to be all in on this. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do something to help shore them up. What worries me about Phoenix, Philly, it's Embiid in the postseason. Um, that's my first thing, right? Like he has a not glory, glor, glor, glorious postseason pass. We've seen it. And how does Tyrese Maxey adjust to being number two on the scouting report? Right, you can't hide behind Hardener anymore. Oh yeah, you're an afterthought. We know you're a big part of this. So when defenses are game to stop you now, and you play teams like Boston who have multiple wings to throw at you, how does that look this time? Probably more challenging, but still, all things being equal, David, um, their metrics are incredible. Seventh uh, in net rating, uh, seventh. No, so I'm third in net rating. Seventh on offense, seventh on defense. Um, I like a lot of what they're doing. Nick Nurse has his, his issues in Toronto, but clearly he's using. And beat in a way that Doc didn't, and I'm sure we'll get to Doc at some point. Um, so kudos. So that's Philly. The Knicks. Um, wow. David, this team has an identity, 
Like they know, they know who they are and they know how they play. Jalen Brunson's an all-star. I know people are like, oh, he wasn't a starter. Fine. He should have been fine. Whatever. He will be an all-star. Who cares right. about it's, starting it's, to whatever? I mean, it kind of does, but it doesn't, right? He's going to be an all-star. That's all, all well and good. Um, the Knicks are, what do I have on my, on my fifth in net rating, ninth in defense, ninth in offense, excuse me, sixth in defense. So I love that. Top 10 in both ends. But, but that's, it's better since they got OG. I'm just going to mention that. OG makes them so much better. He's, he's crushing plus minus since he got over there, um, which is, of course, no surprise to us. What worries me in the immediate term right now is Julius Randle being out with a um, dislocated shoulder. If I look back at the most recent people that had that injury, we're looking at at least four weeks, possibly six. That's going to change some things for them. Remember, they don't have Mitchell Robinson, right? So they, they have some issues there. Now, when we were when OG was in Toronto, David, we heard that he wanted more offensive juice. Well, he might have that opportunity now with Randall being out for, they have not said how long, but it's going to be, let's put it this way, he ain't going to be back next week. It's going to be some time. So we'll see what can develop there. And we've also talked about this, David, the Knicks since um, CAA took over, <laughs> um, Leon Rose and William Wesley, they're being run competently. They're not doing these horrible deals yeah. and swinging oh, yeah. in. So they have pieces to make a move. Now I know that DeJounte Murray is someone, a name that's been thrown out there. Me personally, I don't know that DeJounte Murray makes them that much better because I'm not in love with how he's been playing this year. Um, And I wouldn't do it if I were them. And I don't think they are either. But they have pieces that they can do something to help them around the margin. So, yeah, Philly is my first pick and the Knicks are my second. They would have been mine. Um, uh, The Embiid, the one thing I say about Embiid is he's playing at such a high level. The history of this league is that those players get at least one magical mm-hmm. run. Um, KG could never win a championship till he did, and Dirk could never LeBron win. LeBron could never win one until he did. Until Jordan he could win one until he did. LeBron could never win a championship until he did. Listen, I am old enough to remember. Neither could MJ. Yes. MJ was just right. a scorer. He was just mm-hmm. a scorer. First, he was a scorer for a bad team, and then he was a scorer for a team that couldn't win a playoff series. And then he was the best player in the world. Like, uh, Embiid is, uh, as someone who tries to diagnose his game for other <laughs> people hard. to solve, it's impossible. Like, just you have to double. I mean, he's just an unguardable guy. He's he's Shaq with a jump shot. Tough. Uh, and and more mm-hmm. agile even in the, in tight spaces. So, I just, yeah, it, it's it's silly to think, well, he's never done it before. Well, neither, neither is anyone until they do it. Steph Curry Correct. couldn't win. Yeah, come on. So, um, and then, yeah, I think uh, uh, Brunson has had some great playoff series mm-hmm. before. And uh, I'm, later on, I'm going to talk about one player that I think could could help an, a contender. And I said there's only one team that I like for him. Actually, the Ooh, Knicks would nice. be the second team. I'll tell you about right, it later. Nice. Um, yeah, I like that. So my fourth mm-hmm. pick. Well, you got to okay. go Milwaukee. You got to go Milwaukee okay. now because star power, right? Gerard. <laughs> you, you're dual to Doc. I know. Gerard. I know. It's Doc, you're not doing it. Culture eats Correct. strategy for you're, breakfast. You're not doing it. All right. I know where you're going. You can take the Cavaliers, damn it. <laughs> they're going to be in. I get two picks, yes. right? So they're in one of my two picks. Um, I, I, I'll like when you get to Milwaukee, because I'm not going to get to them. Uh, and I would next, but um, after these two, uh, um, I'll I'll say my piece okay. on Milwaukee. So I am go early I'm on me. You're going to go early on me. Damn it! I was hoping you wouldn't do this. I'm 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 leaning on. <laughs> I the was Pacers. hoping you see. Here's what I was good at. I don't have to make a choice between them and, and Cleveland because I. What I was going to do was go Philly, Indiana in that last round, but I was like, I can't take Indiana that early. Can I? I should have taken them that. Early. I would have. I would have <laughs> taken them uh, where okay. I'm taking them now. I had the okay. Knicks above them. Uh, I do think playoff experience yes. matters. But I know this, their, their style, that you can win championships different ways. You can overwhelm teams with talent. Denver last year, starting five is just, you know, basically the best player in the world plus four top mm-hmm. five picks. Um, and, a, and a competent coach and all of that. And some help some other teams being bad. Um, like Boston being upset and all of that. Uh, but you can also win it with a uh, system. And I don't know if I said this on Thursday or not, but... Um, the Warriors' first one was yep. system. 
Then they got mm-hmm. Durant and overwhelmed mm-hmm. you with talent and had a great system. The Pacers system is dizzying. It is problematic. Yeah. The speed, and we'll we'll talk about them, the speed at which they play and everything. Uh, I think that uh, it's easier to play that way in the postseason because it's just naturally freer. And, and again, I'm picking them fourth. I'm not picking mm-hmm. them, you know, first. And then, yeah, Cleveland's got Donovan, yeah. who I think is a real game changer in the postseason. Mm-hmm. They they also have an identity. And um, they have managed to be really good without Evan Mobley. They've got some flexibility when he comes back as to how they want to play. They've added three-point shooting in Struess yep. and Niang. Uh, and and Coral uh, as, is improved as a player. Um, Darius Carlin's been out mm-hmm. like – they still have some elasticity, and they're one of the hottest teams right now. So those are my four and five. Oh, that makes sense. I was like, man, is he going to go Indiana in this round? And he did. You did. And to, to your point, like we said about some other teams, they can make a move too. They got stuff. They could still do something else. I know they already got Siakam. Right. They could I, do another one if they wanted for to. For sure. Right. Yeah. To finish that thought, I, I should have said this. I wouldn't have picked them before the Siakam trade. But Siakam and OG, in a sense, almost ironically, it's not ironic, but it's it's almost ironic. In that they both came from the same team that wants to be good one day and had both these guys. OG and he are just absolutely scripted, letter-perfect yep. fits for the new franchises. What Pascal does for the Pacers is, is nothing short of genius. Uh, kudos to the Pacers for getting it done. And, um, and so, yeah, he, and he's won a championship and been in plenty yep. of playoff yep. games. And also carries himself in a way, I heard someone talking last night about like he's just so easy to play with on the court, but also off the court. He's no yep. nonsense. He just wants to hoop. He's, he's an adult. You're an adult um, in the locker room. For sure. He's a grown up. Yeah. And there's just, there's a vibe about them. Culture eats strategy at breakfast and culture beats strategy sometimes. They've got something going on there. Rick's obviously oh, a very sure. good coach. He was a, he's been masterful lately. They beat Memphis yesterday, missing Tyrese and Miles Turner. Uh, and T.J. McConnell, who, who now, so they have one point guard on the roster, Andrew Nemhard, who's a second-year player. And Rick did a great job taking Andrew out early, and he brought in Shepard to play with the starters, so Andrew could play with the second mm-hmm. unit. Super smart by yeah. by Rick. Yeah, they, they're they're. I'm telling you, they are a, an interesting team. I know we'll get to. I, them I, I like later. that um, Carlisle. To me, he can. There's no, there's no um, substitute for reference points for young kids, young players, and learning. Right? There's yeah. no, you can't, you have to just need time and reference points. However, his schematic ability and his knowledge of the game can overcome a little bit of that in the postseason. So I think that's going to be huge for them. All right, David, under protest, <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat are my last, are, are my, are my two teams. Look, the yeah. Bucks are merely here because they have Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard and Chris Middleton. Um, I, look, I like Doc. Um, Doc has been a good coach in the past. We talked about him on last show. We don't know if he'll be a good coach now. We'll find out as time goes on. Um, however, I have seen Giannis dominate an entire postseason run, as have you. So we know that could happen. And I've seen Damian Lillard do incredible things in the postseason. This team still can't guard. And if they plan on doing anything, they better learn how to do that. So unless they fix that end of the floor, I don't really care what they do on offense. I'm not someone who tends to look at uh, bad things. It's just not my not my nature. I, 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 most scouts would be just the opposite. I, I don't think that way. However, I can't get over – Middleton's playing 26 minutes a game. Uh, that tells mm-hmm. me something. He's been playing mm-hmm. very well. I didn't predict that, but 26 right. minutes in the postseason is going to be right. problematic. You know, you want – there's that right. much depth. Lopez, I think, is like 33% yep, from three. problem. And then I don't think Giannis and Dame are all in. Mm. I think Giannis is just nonplussed about what's happened. He got his money. Well, that doesn't mean you're going to stay right. there forever. We've He's got a teammate that has proved it. Dame got paid and then mm-hmm. left. Uh, Dame's got to be thinking, man, Miami would be nice right about now. <laughs> Miami would be nice. 80 degrees. They just traded Kyle Lowry. They had to take Rozier. It was no Dame right. Lillard. So – I, I just they just fired yeah. their coach. I just Listen, I, as I, mean, I said I, under I, protest. I, I don't want to take them, but I took them under protest. Right. I could talk myself into it, uh, uh, and in two weeks or a month from now, we were in the end of February. If it looks like they've figured some stuff with Doc, I'm allowed sure, to pivot. Sure. Um, this isn't. I'm not betting yeah. on anything. 
But yeah, I'm with you. I would have. I ranked them just as. And you then did. the Heat, of course. Oh, they, listen, first of all, they're in a little bit of a funk right now. Yeah. Loses a six straight. Um, six in a row. They play the, the Phoenix Suns yeah. tonight. Look, Spo yeah. is the reason why they're here, and playoff Jimmy and Bam and what I've seen them do in the past. This is strictly what I've seen them do as a Correct. play-in team. But how they're playing right now Correct. ain't good, and they got to figure out some things and fix what's going on in Miami. But you know, if the choice is between them and Orlando. It's Miami. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way. They're 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 hunting. They're really struggling right now. They've got some other options they can use. Um, that I think they'll do something. Uh, but there's also there's history. He just you know the same group. They figure stuff out as opposed to some other teams that haven't in the past. Mm-hmm. They have. And last year they were a nine. They were an eight seed. Lost a playing game. Went to the finals. So, yeah. So the eighth spot, like, it's yeah. a punt. Orlando's not winning. A no, but I I figured they're interesting. They're yeah. fun. I don't think Miami's winning a championship right. either. I don't think Milwaukee's <laughs> winning a championship. I don't think the Knicks, Cavs, Pacers are likely to win a championship. <laughs> so Orlando, yeah, they're 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 a fun team to look yeah. forward to. Jonathan yeah. Isaac has been all the the rage of his mm-hmm. defense yesterday, and um and, and they've got some flexibility if they want to do something. My guess won't, is they yeah. won't. My guess is they're happy. I mean, I've heard this from agents. Make the playoffs. Yeah probably lose in mm-hmm. five games. But as opposed to years past where Nick Vucevic was your best player right. in a sense, they've got some, they got Paolo and these young guys. And so they feel they can grow yeah. that core. That so, team yeah. has some that, juice. I know you're a big fan of Jamal Mosley. He's got them guarding. Like they can do some, and they're yeah. long and that, like they can do a lot yeah. of fun stuff. Um, so I think, yeah, to your point, they're probably just, let's just make the play playoffs this year playing, get some experience and we'll roll from there, which is, you know, better than what yeah. they've been in the past. So that makes sense. All right, guys, we'll be back after a quick commercial break. This episode of True Hoop is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, guys, Gerard from True Hoop here. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? It's a hell of a question. Would you maybe go for a run, take a nap, read a book, maybe show up for a friend? Now, depending on the day, any one of those would be a great idea. Most of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Now, I've been open in the past with you guys about this. I see a personal therapist as well as a couple therapists for my partner and I, and both are extremely helpful in developing positive coping skills and learning how to set boundaries. Therapy empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TrueHoop today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TrueHoop. All right, David, it is now time to move to the Western Conference. We're still doing the snake system. This oh, it's hard. very hard. I, I'm going – see, the, the tough part about it is that you have to think, okay, if you pick here, what's the other person going to do, right? And so it's like you got to kind of play this game. Well, I, I didn't do it that <laughs> I just, I just have my power lineup, and I've done it. You have to understand how many drafts I've done in my life. <laughs> Drafting players, yeah, camps and whatever. So I just have my power list, and I, when you pick someone, I just – All right, so okay. look. I don't have to justify this pick at all because they are who they are. And it's a Denver Nuggets defending champions. Nicole Jokic to me is still the best player in the world when he is playing with 100%. And I hesitate to say 100% effort like he's not. Point is, he is not going hard for an MVP right now. He's not going as right. That's hard a better way to say as Embiid Correct. is. Correct. Yeah. Which, Which is, is perfectly fine. Embiid's doing nothing wrong and, and Jokic is Correct. doing nothing wrong. Uh, that starting five we talked right. about is phenomenal. The, the bench is starting yeah. to do some things that that worries me still about them. Can they p- do pick up anybody and help them out? But push comes to shove in a, in a best of seven. I love that group, that five man group. They're going to be tough to beat. So that's my one. I mean, yeah, Jokic is uh, where Embiid is incredible now. Uh, he's not been clutched in the postseason. The argument we just made is normally they find a way mm-hmm. one time at least. But Jokic has been. Yeah, just super. David, he, he led the entire him. playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists last year. All yeah. of the playoffs. Yes. Really? Total. To- in total yes. numbers total or numbers. average? Total numbers, yeah. Yeah, he played the most games. But still, it's good. Yeah, he's amazing. I thought you'd go down first. Of course you did. First. You're a huh? yeah, yeah, try. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know that I wouldn't have, although I probably was leaning to. Oh, I know what you're picking. This team, of course. Surprise. Well, I rated this team. I rated the Clippers number one, but but I don't know if I would have picked them. I think I would have. So, yeah, I'll take the Clippers at two. Um, I know you have the Clippers Mm -hmm. at two as well. Mm -hmm. They've got all sorts of problem solvers on their team on both ends. Terrence Mann, 50% from three in January and just has a great vibe about him. They they have a great vibe. One reason why I like Indiana so much is when you watch them play, you get the sense joy. of joy they that do. they're starting to exp- like, like, oh my God, we're we're actually fun. good. Yep. Like we're they just beat Phoenix and Philly back to back. Like without we're good. Tyrese, they're having fun. And Tyrese mm-hmm. didn't even play. Right. And um, and so I feel like I feel like that's where uh LA is right I now. Like, right. hey, we're pretty damn good, yeah, man. And they are. Azubach is out. And they drilled and Boston. your favorite one of your favorite coaches, Ty Lue, pragmatist. He will try and tinker yeah. anything to make it work. So I- yeah, they've got they've got a, a, a renewed sense of vigor, uh, Harden with Zubac, but also Daniel Tice and Mason and, and Plumley. Is it Mason Plumley? Uh, Miles yep. Plumley? Which one is it? Mason. Um, yeah. So they're three deep at center, and they're a similar guy, similar kind of players. Yeah, I I think I think uh, as we said just now with Embiid, Harden also. Mm-hmm. And Paul George, although playoff playoff yeah. P, they call him. <laughs> yeah. He said playoff P, and then not Correct. so playoff P. <laughs> uh, that's how it is for most people right. that I create every game. Uh, but they've got three special dudes. Kawhi himself is a super sure man. Is. So yeah, that's my two. The three was I tough know it was <laughs> because Denver would have been my my second pick. Um, and so I'm not going OKC, and I'm not going oh, Minnesota. Man, you were always going to take my picks. <laughs> you're going <laughs> i like i just i watched phoenix play a lot I recently knew it. i knew it and um i they got beat by they orlando did. but i'm telling you the denver the indiana game wore no, them out see it that was the game of the year that i've seen so far and i've seen I don't know, hundreds of games absolutely scintillating basketball sh- amazing shot making and it wasn't like people weren't guarding they mm-hmm. were guys just making t- i mean booker at 62 yep. Durant was average mm-hmm. with 20. Um, Grayson Allen was terrific. He just st- struggled to guard Nemhart at the end. I think it wore them down for Orlando. And Orlando is no, no. picnic for one it's game in, a, in a, that situation. Yeah. So, but yeah, just the Beal is coming. I've watched Beal on tape a lot over the weekend and live. H- his three-dimensional scoring game mm-hmm. is coming. Booker had 40-something. Yep. He scored 100 uh, points in back to back He's, you know. Yeah. David, yeah, and and then they have a guy named Kevin Durant's um, pretty good. Just quick thing on on Booker, his uh, height that he gets on his jumper is fucking yeah, absurd. His elevation. I'm like, yeah, and he he's also physical. Like he 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 he'll try to bully you, and when he can't, he's got other things he can do. He doesn't. He has more than one way to beat you. Uh, I I'm a Frank Vogel fan. Yeah. I think he's got. I think he's really mm-hmm. solid. Just with that, not that they wouldn't benefit from a right. Ty Lue or, or Jamal Mosley, even mm-hmm. the way he's coaching. But I think Frank's good, solid, they, and he's yeah. won a championship. Uh, they they're starting to have reason yeah. to believe. I worry about their bench, and yeah. I worry about Josh sure. and Koji and some guys that need yeah. to step up. And so that's why they're not. I'm not picking about one or two as, as good as Correct. those three guys are. But they're they're intriguing to me. So that's why <laughs> two three. This is how I know David. You're going to take OKC and many. Is, they're good. See, you, you'd think I'm going to do that. I am take, Hold on, I'm taking oh, OKC. Taking yeah, no, I'm taking OKC. Yes. I'm also taking the Pelicans at uh, at my number two yeah, here. And here's why. We've seen the Pelicans. So OKC, let me just start with them. I mean, they're number one, number one in the yeah. West. I believe they are second in adjusted net rating. I mean, again, this is a young team playing really well. We talked about all these teams that can make moves. Nobody can make a move more than the Oklahoma City yeah. Thunder. Now, Will Sam do For it? Sure. That's a whole different story, but he could. Um, I just love that the the flexibility that team has and what they can do. And Shea is look, if, if Embiid wasn't MVP, Shea's it's Shea. Shea's Shea's the guy. Um, he's just been phenomenal this season. So I love OKC on the Pelicans because I've seen what that team can do um in the postseason without Zion Williamson. And Zion and BI to me and Valentunis, that is a nasty three-headed offensive machine because Valentinus is grabbing everything at the rim, right? And he can shoot out to 15, 18. He can hit some threes sometimes. We know what B.I. can do in isolation. And Zion, when he's motivated, still, you can't you can't cover him one-on-one. He's just too fast and too strong. And they can guard. 
So look, they have a lot of problems. I don't know what ultimately is going on there all the time, but I just like that team. They have, and they, they can make a move as well. Um, I love what they have over there uh, in New Orleans. So yeah, uh, OKC uh, at three and as, as my, or my two and, and Pelicans at, at three. Okay, so that leaves me three choices for two Correct. picks of, of the yeah, eight that yeah. I have. Uh, I'm not going to take the Lakers. Well, I mean. <laughs> I'm going to go with Minnesota. Uh, uh, it's a flawed choice. I don't. I think that they need Tyus Jones. I've said that all season. To go with Mike Conley, who's not been playing all the time. Um, I don't trust Chris Finch as the coach yet, but he's definitely grown on <laughs> And you don't trust them because they turn the ball over too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not good with the ball. Uh and and Rudy Cat, it's just it's I, I mean the move made the the trade made them relevant. AE's progress mm-hmm. has been very much a part of that. Anthony Edwards. So and McDaniel's defense. Uh uh they could win a playoff sure, sure. series. Uh, yeah, they could. There's no guarantee they will. Uh but they if they're what are they gonna be a uh three seed maybe mm-hmm. as it when it, yeah, I think right now they're mm-hmm. at two. It's, it's a half game separating um, OKC, Denver, LA, and Minnesota. It's all a half game. Yeah, right, right. So, um, yeah, it, it, any of those combinations could work. So, and Phoenix mm-hmm. is below mm-hmm. below that. Um, yeah, I, I, they're an easy pick. And then I think um, I'll go Kings over Lakers. Uh, uh, I like Mike Brown better than I like Darvin Ham as a coach. Um, they, they have a bad taste in their mouth from last year. Uh, Darren Fox is truly mm-hmm. a remarkable, mm-hmm. remarkable player. Keegan yeah, Murray's is. coming Very as good. a player. Yeah, they don't want to trade him. Um, yeah, they're not likely to right. win a championship. But they also can win a, a first round. Um, and what's important before you pick the Lakers, which nope. I think you're going to pick. No. Are you picking nope. the Warriors? That's Okay, that's <laughs> what I wanted to say. So maybe the Lakers at eight, maybe not right. in your case. And not the Warriors. That's something. Neither of us believe any of those teams can make it. Yeah. Look, the only reason, first of all, I don't like their coach. They have a lot of problems. But I've seen Luka Doncic be a one-man band and carry a team to a conference finals. Well, he has Kyrie Irving, who has been playing. I mean, he's hurt right now, but hasn't been doing anything to get him. When he's he's been healthy. That is a tough, two-headed monster to try to solve. And... They could get on get on one and get on a heater and find themselves in the conference semis. I could easily see it because who's stopping Luka Doncic, right? Like, besides himself. <laughs> so, you know, again, do I think they're going to win a championship? Hell no. Um, no. But I'm only saying no. because those are two elite <laughs> offensive talents. Right. We're drafting eight right. teams per conference because Henry Abbott told Correct. us to draft eight teams. <laughs> <laughs> we could have been better off probably and doing four or five. Although, to be fair... If we had done this a year ago, Gerard, a year mm-hmm. ago today, I don't know if Miami even makes our go. top eight. Maybe there they're eighth, go. and Correct. they made the finals. So it's a fair exercise. Um, yeah, so no Lakers, no Warriors. Look, the Lakers, since I think they won their championship, David. They won the in-season tournament. I, I do. I think they won their title this year. I just... Well, well, this this goes to show uh, why I've been high on them. They did win the in-season tournament. They did make the Western Conference Finals a year ago. Not, again, nothing against Jarvin Ham. He's allowed to continue to get better as a coach. Um, he, he just wasn't the right guy for the job, in my opinion. I feel like when you, when you can win the kind of games they've won over the two years and yet aren't even a top mm-hmm. eight team in our view, and we're picking the Pelicans right. over them and the Kings right. over them and, the and Mavs. Dallas yeah. over them, who I, I, I don't remember. I, I've done a lot of research this morning. I don't remember if it was the last 10 games, last eight games, but – there's some stretch here of games where Dallas is dead last they in are. defense. <laughs> and yet you pick them mm-hmm. over the Lakers. So it just goes to show that uh, they, they they have the talent. They've just not been mm-hmm. put it together. And they can yeah. do a deal. People think they will. Russell may get traded. Maybe they get Conley. I don't know what they, they no. might get Conley. No. They get someone. But um, I don't think I agree. it's going to matter. All right. That was fun. I like that. Uh, just, to re- just to recap. All right. So in the East, uh, David has the Boston Celtics. The Indiana Pacers, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Orlando Magic. I have the Philadelphia 76ers, the New York Knicks, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Miami Heat. In the West, I have the Nuggets, the Mavericks, the who the heck else did I just pick? <laughs> the, the Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. Um, and, and, and the, the Thunder. Thunder. 
and David has the Clippers, the Wolves, uh, Phoenix, Phoenix, and and, yes, Kings. and the Kings. So there you go. One of the of those sixteen teams we mentioned, one of them we feel pretty confident will win the NBA championship. <laughs> yeah, ninety nine percent probably. But uh, we really wrote it down. We're such listen, risk listen. We're, we're really good at this. All right, David, I want to dive a little bit deeper on the Pacers. Um, you talked about them this morning on our editorial call. Their style of play is difficult to deal with, obviously, because of the pace they play. They got Pascal back, who's uh, giving them a little bit more of a defensive uh, identity, along with Andrew Nemar, who also guards well. I also think, David, and Nismith, uh, and, oh, can't forget about him. That yeah. style and that pace, I think, also, David, forces your opponent to play sped up out of their comfort zone and leads them to causing turnovers and mucking up when that's not what they want to do because they don't they don't play that way. Uh, but what do you like what you see from Indiana? Well, it's it, not just the the turnovers, but um, it, it's just fatiguing. It's it wears you down. It's not just, it's not about just the physical racing. It's the mental toll and the emotional toll of of the, how fast Indiana plays and. Um, What's interesting too is they play, they, they move the ball better in the half court when Tyrese isn't there. So the ball flies around much better. Uh, I am not suggesting right, it's a better right. offense. It's not. But so you've got to deal with Tyrese when he's in the game. And then when he's out of the game, if they play the way they just played these last, they went, they went uh, three and three mm-hmm. on this last trip, uh, uh, three and two without mm-hmm. Tyrese, 0 mm-hmm. 1 with him. They lost at Portland with him, but it was his first game back. Although it was pretty amazing. And he had, like 21 and 12 with no turnovers Excellent. or whatever it was. Pretty incredible. And he wasn't even great. I thought he could have played better, and it's still pretty amazing. So, yeah, they're just they're kind of they're withering. The Suns mm-hmm. collapsed. The Suns collapsed. And then Memphis Memphis um, got a little fatigued, and, and enough to give Indiana some margin. Um, they Yeah, Siakam allows players to move down a spot with their in their guarding positions, which helps. He's a playmaker. He they can throw him the ball in the post and get wide open. Jalen Smith is shooting well from three. Obi Toppin is shooting really well from three. Miles Turner shoots the three and well, I don't know about it, really well, and uh, and and can get off a little bit. He didn't even play last night against Memphis, and he's just he just triggers the help and passes the ball so easily. He runs all day long. Uh, they've got a lot of players. Ben Shepard comes off the bench yeah. for them and plays defense. He's I like him. Nice play last rookie. Night. I like him a lot. And a six six seven guard that plays hard, and you know I'm not sure how much he played in the playoffs, but he can eat up some minutes now. McConnell is a game changer, uh, a pace mm-hmm. changer as the third string point guard. Nemard really kind of I think in the last three games he has something like I have to do the math maybe 25 assists in three or four turnovers Excellent. or no 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 one of those games he had six turnovers the other two he had one each so um, but he's starting mm-hmm. to get healthy again mm-hmm. defense is unbelievable. Neesmith had a big game. Toppin had a big game against Phoenix. I think Toppin's rounding into a six-man-of-the-year candidate, but so is Ben Matherin. Uh, I, I don't trust Ben as much. Uh, he's a stubborn dude. He saved them yesterday against Memphis early on when the offense was kind of stagnating. Ben made some big shots. Um, uh, yeah, they are they are a team to watch these next four or five years because they 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 can get much better, and they have room – uh, to trade yep. guys and even yep. sign guys more. So they are a serious I love what Pascal watch. does for them too. And that when you put him on the other opposing, opposing team's best wing player, you let us send help, right? Like you could leave Pascal by himself, which is huge about not having to send help. Right. So that's, that's big. Yeah. Last night against Memphis. It, I mean, Memphis and uh, two games in a row, they've gone small with Sackham at the five. I'm sure national people will start writing about this. Uh, Turner didn't even play yesterday, but when they played Phoenix, when Nurkic fouled mm-hmm. out, and also before he fouled out, they went KD mm-hmm. at five. And so they just went with Siakam and Obi mm-hmm. Toppin. And that allows um, Obi to get on the court a little bit when he was playing really well. And Pascal, I mean, he was yesterday was Jaron Jackson Jr. And in the, the single most important possession at the, as the, at the game's end, he forced Jackson into a tough shot. Jackson missed it. The uh, Pacers got a free throws, and Nemhard made him, and that mm-hmm. was that. Uh, yeah, he just, and he just is a grown up. And as we talked about, uh, shooting the three yeah, much better been. in the mm-hmm. last, since like December. Um, and they're, he and Tyrese have played one game together and, and never practiced yeah. together. This, so 
terms of elasticity, yeah. they can really that, go. That all star yeah. break, uh, when when they're back, those couple practices they get up will be will be helpful and instrumental uh, instrumental for them for sure. Well, and and Tyrese is already voted is, as a yep. starter with ne- Randall being hurt. Oh. Siakam has a chance to be an all star with that team the way that they're playing. He, the, the numbers are there, and the game's in Indiana, nice. and so he, that the reason why that's important is they might actually get some work in together those yep. two. Otherwise, Pascal will probably right, go on vacation right. somewhere. Tyrese is going to be in Indiana. So but while they're there, they can extend their facility and just practice and work on the same thing Harden did with Zubac mm-hmm. and those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he can do the same thing. Um, the other team that we want to talk about here is the Clippers. You've been high on them for a while now. Um, and they're, David, I mean, they could be the one seed. I think we said that two weeks ago. It's possible. They're right. They're half yeah. game back. They're right there. Kawhi is playing like an MVP candidate. Uh, Paul George is playing well. Harden, we talked about. Uh, Zubac is hurt right now, but uh, Daniel Tice and Plumlee are playing well. Uh, Terrence Mann, I mean, the list just goes on and on. His team is just solid in there. They can defend. They got versatility. Woo, I love the Clippers. <laughs> I mean, Zub- you know, Ivaka is mm-hmm. out right now. And so they're having to play their backup bigs and uh eight and two last 10 games right that's that's working for them uh they've got you know those amazing players but they also have uh terrence mann's gonna play a great one game and he's shooting great and then norman yes. powell you know can get cooking but when i watched them i just watched the uh today the, the fourth quarter against the celtics where they just rubbed them without porzingis um they're just yes. hustling they're you're, you're getting a decent shot you're not getting a second shot too much. I looked up some numbers here. Uh, they're running their fifth and fast nice. break points their last 10 games. They're, four, they're fourth in opponents' uh, points off turnovers because they're fourth in turnovers. So the Clippers are getting a yeah. shot more than ninety, more than uh, uh, 25 other mm-hmm. teams. They're getting just getting possessions. And with the kind of talent they have, you know, they tend to make those yeah. kind of shots. And they're fourth in field goal percentage in, in the last 10 games. And they're second three point oh. percentage, so and they're getting a lot. They're getting a lot of attempts, and they're making a lot, and they're hustling. And Westbrook's yep. challenging people and chasing people around, and they just they look like a cohesive, connected, glued together team uh, that has three very, very special offensive talents, and and a coach that knows what they're doing. Yeah, there's. They're here for the they're here for yeah, the long haul for sure. Season. No, yeah. I, I like what I'm seeing there. That'll man, imagine if it's a Clippers Denver Conference Finals. Woo, that would be fun. Um, a team, yeah, a team that we great. did not pick either one of us, and we talked about it. Uh, the Golden State Warriors. I mean, you've already argued that. Look, man, you got to trade Steph. It's time to. This is over. Um, something interesting I noticed since Draymond's been back, um, the Kaminga Wiggins minutes, which while Draymond was out on suspension, have been abominable according to plus minus. Uh, Draymond's really turned that around. No surprise because he's incredible at basketball. Um, mm-hmm. And I wonder with that sort of remember he had this suspension and he had the earlier one. Um, does that that sort of break and arrest he had early in the season is that helpful? Does that make the Warriors or is it fool's goal? The Warriors think, oh look, we're good now, and now we're going to ride this train go, going forward. Does that help them or are we still like, nah? I don't think this team does much of anything, despite how good Draymond's made Kaminga and, and Wiggins minutes been. It's a it's a bit of both, but I would lean towards them recognizing what their faults are. Uh, Draymond is just such a great facilitator. He he also is smart in that uh, uh, he's looking for Curry all the time. He's creating for Curry all the time, and then he's reading the game. If defenses are extending to take Curry away, well, then someone else might be really open for a three or a layup or a dunk. And then defensively, his mm-hmm. voice, his basketball IQ, his toughness—all that matters. There's a reason why he was a plus-minus monster for so long for in Golden State. Um, that being said, yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know if right. it matters. I, I, I would argue that it, it's very overwhelmingly likely that it doesn't matter, that they are doomed to, to be disappointing yeah. when the end of the season comes, whether it's you're, you're a right. playing team and don't do what Miami did right. last year. Although we have to right. allow for that happen. possibility, right? right? There's there. I think the the West is probably a little mm-hmm. deeper than the East was last year, but uh, it's just not they're, likely. They're not currently likely. not impossible. Three games out of the play-in, and yeah, yeah. The difference uh, with Miami, 
Jimmy, all the, it's like Miami gets a top five player added come the postseason. Well, right, these guys right, are all right. on the Warriors are who they are. Who's all of a sudden going to be that much better come the postseason? Right. I don't think anybody, right? And they, they are who they are, I think. So, right. yeah, I'm with you. I doubt anything major happens. All right, Dave, we talked about the trade deadline. Um, you said there's a player out there who might help now two teams potentially, but nobody is talking yeah. about him. Who is this player? I don't know nobody, but I just read ESPN's article where they all did their fantasy mm-hmm. trade. So not a trade that will happen. But what they what they want might to happen. happen. What they want to happen. I, I didn't love the structure of the article, but still, it put some names out there. Um, Jeremy Grant wasn't mentioned. Ooh. Really athletic, tons of playoff experience, great culture guy, 40% from three. I like three. it. So I I found a team on, in, in both conferences where I think he would help. A, either the starter or a six-man. Uh, and a deal, at least in the case of the Western Conference team, that I think Portland would say okay. yes to. Uh, do you want to take a guess as to what Western Conference team could pull a deal off and give Portland what they want and have the money to be able to pull that trade off? Because I think Jeremy's like a $27 million. And he's got four years left. OKC? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so team. yeah. I'm, I'm looking at money. OKC's the only one. Yeah. No, they can throw on Bertans, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. 17. That gets you going. Uh, I'm not at all right. suggesting it'll right. happen, uh, but I feel like he's the guy that you can add that uh, if you if you end up not making it, he's still going to be a good yeah. person in the locker room. He's a good like player. Uh, Jalen Williams has to play the four right now. I think you can play them together without any problem. I like that. And um, he, you have to guard yep. him. He shoots it. He hustles. He's athletic. And then you can give them a first mm-hmm. round pick and, and maybe throw a Trey man yep. or whatever for Portland. They may not want to help Portland Maryland help a, you know yeah. a team in that division, but and then I and then you started talking about the Knicks and I, I thought it. I love it for them. I don't know if they have a deal. I have to look and see. I haven't looked at the trade machine for a deal, but yeah, I just thought. I mean, adding a just adding depth. A lot of teams can add depth, but they can't. They can't right. make a, a deal right. to do it. They don't have anything. I have to look to see what New York would have. They, but that they would have be interesting capital to me. for sure because they haven't given it all up to sign because they haven't signed yeah. anybody huge. Brunson was a free agent, so um, yeah. And I don't know who represents. I don't know who represents them, which matters in New York. <laughs> He's a CAA guy. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't follow that. But uh, it's supposed to be a great, great person. Yeah, I just, I just, I. He could end up being on a team that that really. I like it, it. Jeremy Grant. No, he's some surprise. He wasn't included. Well, this guy. This is why you listen to True Hoop. You get insights like that from Coach Thorpe. All right, everybody. Uh, take care. We will see you all later in the week. Have a good one. <laughs>